listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. That snake could be that chick and that rat could be that cool cat. The whispering, she's trying to play you for the fool, Black. If something's on your chest and let it be known. See, I'm not your average... I'm not your every five minutes all on the phone and on that topic of trust it's just a matter of fact that people bite back and fracture what's intact they'll forever be I ain't on some oh I'm a celebrity I deal with the real if it's artificial then let it be I seen people caught in love like whirlwinds listening to their squads and listening to girlfriends that's exactly the point where their whole world ends lies come in that's when the drama begins she like hey welcome to the black out Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday today mm-hmm. um uh very uh important tuesday okay it's the tuesday after elections and they still count votes okay they still counting them thank y'all for all the two time out to every actually vote counts to vote to encourage other people to vote and to not hide in your house and this is just a recount this ain't the one they having a runoff right so appreciate y'all um all kinds of stuff going on today we will get to the news uh but first of all this is the blackout tips find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews we appreciate everyone takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um all right let's get into the show all right um i don't even know where to start you know what let's start with what was trending on twitter today um i played her album before we started the show mm-hmm. uh i love that the album you was playing that album is fucking flames it is like one of my all-time favorite i don't you know she she problematic with it but i love that first album who is jill scott is the album she's talking yes. about um and yeah she's a lot of people's problematic fave she reminded everybody why today um uh, because i i'm trying to think of the problem she said something about defending bill cosby and she then did. eventually she stopped uh i can't remember what made her stop i just remember her stopping i was like thank god and then the other thing was uh something about black friday or some shit i don't uh, i had to look up these scandals after i play this video but um yeah so jill scott uh put a video out uh well someone recorded a video of her singing oh so this is what everybody was talking all and i know she is was trending, was trending. She that's was trending. all i knew this is why. the fingers when she went to the Mike's balls <laughs> and took it straight to the face <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the queen oh your fame could never um yeah hopefully this starts a competition you know hopefully Erica Badu comes out and grapefruits uh banana or some <laughs> shit I don't know um <laughs> but uh yeah so she did that and that's what everybody was talking about and that was it's so funny because people are so fake online like mm-hmm. everyone's so sex positive and open and all this shit and then this morning i just see a whole bunch of pearl clutching and just oh why well, i never i do declare i was like 
okay then i seen the other people that's like some of y'all don't know who jill scott is i'm like well if we're being if we're being honest is she don't do this every show come on now uh mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like this is something new and uh it's the reason her tickets ain't on groupon okay we Come on. people will pay full price um yes you now all jokes aside she's one person that i actually want to see live like i right. want to see very very few people live but she's one of them right so um there was just a lot of people that were like sharing it and stuff and then there was the my fave people my favorite and my favorite i mean least favorite uh the remember when she had said this problematic thing people which i'm like what they got to do with her air sucking dick nothing i mean are we (laughs) like uh can we stay on task okay let's keep it relevant i'm not saying people's past actions and words aren't relevant but uh like sometimes they are sometimes they aren't you know sometimes they matter sometimes they don't when it comes to air dick sucking i don't feel like uh-huh, that's the time yeah i mean but maybe i don't know maybe there's a connection there maybe she was slut shaming those women or something i don't I don't know i just know nobody cared about that really and then there were the it's nasty people which i'm like every other day every other day y'all on here talking about you know sex positivity and supporting our sisters and how come a woman can't be sexual and then it's Ew, why would she do that uh whatever she was on black lightning and she was thick as a whole ass pack of bacon and i was hit for it yeah so i mean she's always been a personal fave you know it's just one of those you just don't want her to say nothing it's ridiculous you know that's it this is like she's she's what i like to call like an instagram follow celebrity you know some people are just better on instagram because it's just like twitter they start giving their opinions on shit you instagram just, is her realm yes like you just end up being like damn why would i even like this woman i thought she was cool but you know maybe i was just really looking at her boobs the whole time because all her opinions are trash right you know like i i really wish she would just leave everybody alone like maybe that's how people feel with jill you know at least for me i know that's how it is it's like oh you see her in that dress my god but then when it's like did you hear what she said about uh you about wanna, about how we need to protect charlamagne i'm like uh you know what you no, almost want to go la, 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 la. let me go back to uh instagram and see what's going on over there okay yeah let's talk about the beyonce concert but it was good to see her um do her thing you know i guess a lot of people didn't really listen to the first album even though there's a lot of people that are only on this earth because of that first album come on so <laughs> they was but she was talking about uh on getting in the way talking about how she was uh sucking and fucking all morning before she went to the store and met that other woman as a cashier that knew she sniffed. <laughs> she sniffed and sniffed and sniffed and said raheem right 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 she was talking about you know that long walk in the park she was talking about long walk around maybe a hand job i don't know there's a long reach around the park i i don't know anymore mm, all say, right say, say what you want to say that woman is gorgeous and it's a lot of people was like she could touch me like that too oh for sure i mean i would be her breakfast of two scrambled <laughs> eggs and dick <laughs> for sure um absolutely she can sit on my face um she is <laughs> i'd be like just don't shh, shh don't say no hotel shit but uh nah that was cool that you know it was like a funny moment 
and everybody had jokes and all that type of stuff quest love was like i guess y'all don't know who jill scott is and stuff um she did address the controversy on uh um reactions to her air sex um she said uh i sing slash act out all kinds of stories you should come to my shows (laughs) (laughs) and she did spell come c u m People probably do that anyway. That you you not even uh, air dick sucking. After Jill Scott show, most people get splendidly laid by whoever they came with. She ended the tweet with the legendary hashtag: "Stop fronting, you suck dick too." Come on! I'm just saying. Maybe they're not all as good as her though. They're not right. looking. Mm-hmm. You know. Come on! A lot of people suck dick. You know, but maybe they don't. I mean, she was like doing full service ball licking techniques she had a whole thing facial to the face and lick up clean up the mess i mean that's a full service situation jill was into over there so uh, unless penis ain't your thing most people have sucked dick yeah i hear you and some of them that penis is their thing and they suck dick so who knows i'm just saying uh all right let's see what else is happening there's a lot of news in the world um what's the state of menstruation education in the united states schools significantly lacking says experts no shit yep um here's how the lesson on menstruation went down when i was a 10 year old fourth grader in 1980s new jersey the boys in the class were rounded up and taken to a special gym class and we girls were shown a film that was equal parts terrifying don't swim when you have your period and hilariously outdated keep yourself pretty then we got colorful <laughs> Then we got colorful flower booklets with a vague threatening title growing up and liking it that had upbeat notes oh, and liking it that had upbeat notes between three fictional girls about cramps and tampons and naturally included order forms for starter kits from personal care products the corporation behind the curriculum we hid the pamphlets in our desk just before the sweaty boys returned right and here's how the lesson on menstruation went down for my fourth grade daughter in new york in 2017 there wasn't one yeah most states don't offer it if they do offer it you have to sign parents have to sign for it there's none of the on the horizon for the fifth grade either at the new york state shockingly does not require public schools to teach sexual health education until sixth grade years after many girls have already gotten their first period right so that made me wonder if this was if if it was this bad in new york city in 2018 what the heck is the straight of menstruation education across the nation i think it's been an oversight for a long time in the education of our kids margaret stubbs a chatham university psychology professor and longtime member of the society for menstrual cycle research a 41 year old research nonprofit, tells yahoo lifestyle we've skirted the issue because we're comfortable with the topic we need a developmental approach and frankly i don't think we're we have it yet and that's appalling what a lot of schools seem to end up doing is focusing primarily on pregnancy and hiv prevention which is good but the piece that gets lost is puberty and more globally an understanding of your body especially as younger ages uh as younger ages as children are starting to go through puberty puberty now right and something they don't want to talk about because a lot of the foods that we consume have hormones in it these hormones do affect your children so you know children are actually developing earlier children actually start their periods at eight and nine i know i started my period at nine years old you know a lot of these age they kind of 
uh antiquated as far as when children start their cycle and everything like that most people go between 11 to 12 to 13 <clears throat> but if you f- fall below that group like me at nine they ran all types of fucking tests and one of my was like nothing's wrong with her there's nothing fucking wrong with her she's not abnormal there's nothing wrong but they had cat scans and all this shit trying to find out if something was wrong with me and all that stuff but i was just fine i just matured early what a lot of schools seem to end up doing is focusing primarily on pregnancy and hiv prevention which is good but the piece that gets lost is puberty oh wait, i did that part all right researchers have only a piecemeal picture of what kids are being taught about periods as there's no funding to launch a more in-depth national analysis says evelina weedman or i guess weidman uh sterling a public health consultant and president-elect of the society for menstrual cycle research still sterling says anecdotal evidence abounds with how such lessons are significantly lacking and then there are the results of a 2014 survey conducted by the centers for disease control and prevention which found that just under half of middle school students and 66 percent of high school students teach lessons i mean high schools teach lessons about human development including puberty in a in a required class for elementary schools that drops to 21 percent, suggesting that too many kids in the u.s learn nothing about puberty at school until they're going through it children particularly girls are headed into puberty earlier than ever with some now getting periods as young as eight or nine we do not have any type of evidence-based menstrual curriculum in the u.s sterling says explaining that what girls and boys are taught about periods is very localized and varies further by district and even by school in fact she has most of it is coming from the product companies especially procter and gamble who make tampax tampons and always pads and i wouldn't call it curriculum it's more marketing to get brand loyalty early on right and also is one of the things too to where if they did more study in it because i think that age that they do like everything else in america is based off of the average white woman because i think if they throw brown people and other groups of women in that number they would actually know that it ranges and it's not always 11 12 or 13 like that that's kind of older and uh not to get off topic but it's one of those things to where that's why you have a lot of uh, women who if you ask them about their cycle and their period they thought it was dying they didn't know what's happening so you have school's not teaching then you have parents not teaching so you know as a child you taught if you cut is your bleeding is considered a bad thing mm-hmm. or something's wrong well if you don't teach a kid about puberty it won't they won't go through it Karen. everybody knows that that's not true and then if you, just like if you don't teach them about sex kids won't have it that's not fucking you, true, all you gotta though. do is just not tell them and they'll be like what sex what is <gasps> i didn't learn about this until i was out of college thank god my parents were so protective people are stupid and then particularly when it because of the double standards when it comes to girls they want to be angry and beat them to death and call them sluts and whores when you didn't take the time to teach them because actually it's a lot of adults who aren't comfortable with their sexuality and who they are and and all this shit they got hang-ups about just about everything around sex so how can you teach me when you haven't actually been properly educated yourself and then the people that are and the people that do tell their children and the people that are very open and kind of teach their child about sex and sexuality as their child develops because you know you don't want to overwhelm a child but you do want a child to know children actually absorb things and they listen to you no matter how much they roll their eyes no matter how mom they actually listen to you they actually do um more than you think you influence them more than you think and it's very uh frustrating and i know uh talking to you and doing this show has changed my 
perspective on a lot of different things i remember when we first had started talking about period parties i was completely against that initially Mm -hmm. and the biggest reason why is because of my personal experience right because it was horrible it it was terrible and i was like don't but but the thing is it's not a bad thing and you need to so many women in particular are just flat shamed of their body society tells you it's shame shame to have boobs shame to start your period it's just a shame and like you say the the bullshit of you can't go swimming when you're on your period that's completely false you know like like you spreading these rumors and spreading these lies about what about the bears they'll smell the menstruation or sharks mm-hmm. all right well um i do think the problem one of the bigger problems is they have companies teaching children about companies <laughs> like when when is corporatizing education um which is already paltry in the united states but when is corporatizing education really like is marlboro gonna come in and teach the drug class like what the fuck like budweiser is gonna like what are we doing we can't like that's so ridiculous that people think that's okay um just so they can get a kid some sampler products and shit um and then the other thing is parents are so overprotective like there's this this thing of like not my kid that so many parents have with certain topics and you know be it because they're religious overprotective whatever there's like i don't want the school talking to my kid about x you know and unfortunately if we're going to live in a world of science and numbers and facts your kid's gonna have to fucking learn some things that your your you don't want them to learn in some cases you know uh and people get so fucking ill they're just so anti-logic when it comes to this shit because the end of the day we need kids to learn about this to take the stigma off of uh puberty we kind of need to let everybody know that you go through it it's okay here's what your body is doing this is why you feel the way you feel as opposed to just you know flipping out on somebody now uh big mouth is a great cartoon that a lot of people find to be you know it's it's not really for kids and it's kind of gross blah 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 but adults love it and we laugh at it because we all went through that shit we all know what the hormone monster felt like we all know about the the gross weirdness of being repulsed by the idea of sex while also wanting to to feel good from sex like these are things that once you become an adult it's easier to clarify and to speak about because there's a taboo around the innocent of children the innocence of children it's like if we teach a child the scientific things behind what their body's going through then somehow that is the same thing as saying we uh co-sign any behavior that is around that you know and that's and that's ridiculous that people do that so um i personally do have a solution okay they won't teach the kids about sex in school that's fine we have to start taking kids to jill scott concerts okay jill will show the kids the way Mm-mm. she knows all the act outs Mm-mm. she got all the songs for it Mm-mm. and they can learn how to cook some fire grits i mean we can do the whole shebang bang right there just Mm-mm. skip Mm-mm. the middle man go straight to jill scott Mm-mm nope mm-hmm. all right okay well karen's against that one no no Mm-mm. so yeah i just thought that was an interesting article i didn't read i'm not gonna read it all but uh it's crazy we still had that shame around it and we still aren't teaching anyone 
Right. And studies have shown the more educated, the more you teach children at an early age, the less likely they are to have sex early. A lot of children will actually wait until they're older just because, because the you can make a better decision the more educated you are. If you, you if you realize, okay, this shit out here, this STD is like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't know you. You know, wear a condom if you do having it. I want birth control. You know, shit like that. But if you don't know, you're going to put at this. If you don't teach them, somebody else will, and you're not going to like the end result when other people teach your children. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom with a gut feeling stopped the school shooter before a planned attack. A suspicious mom who followed her instincts helped prevent a mass school shooting. On Wednesday, uh, Coburn Bull and on, uh, of Lumberton, New Jersey woke up to a racist message on Facebook from a man in Kentucky. It was really vulgar. He called my kids the N-word and hoped terrible things to, for them. Bull tells Yahoo Lifestyle, the mom of three biracial children, ages 16, 11, and 8, was especially concerned about the man's pro- profile picture in which he showed off a gun and going on a gut feeling. She called her local police station and filed a report, but I felt like it wouldn't really go anywhere, so I posted a screenshot of the message on Facebook. The man had blocked Bull. However, her friends dug around for details about his identity and Bull soon had enough information to share with the police in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. I spoke to Officer Josh Satterley, who told me there's no room for this kind of hate in my world local and state police followed the mom's tip and on thursday they drove to the home of the 20 year old man dylan gerald who uh just as he was leaving the house with more than 200 rounds of ammunition and a bulletproof vest a firearm a 100 round capacity magazine and a detailed plan of attack god damn she literally stopped the school shooting um because she continued to look into this wow yep yep that's crazy and you know who i gotta give all the credit to come on like who you think did that research based off of just a screenshot and a blocked account enhance right <laughs> rewind rewind come on. and zoom in 200 percent. enhance come on give me the negative got the son of a bitch right there is that a license plate in the reflection of that window he's in Lawrenceville, kentucky let's go let's go let's go call the police <laughs> run it through google images one more time Mm-hmm. they knew look at yelp reviews he's leaving the house now um he had the tools there's no doubt in my mind that as a result of this investigation we saved lives said police commissioner rick sanders this young man had it in his mind to go to the schools and create havoc he had the tools necessary and the intent necessary the only thing that stood between him and evil is law enforcement i'm i'm and it's sad but i'm glad they took her shit serious did you know how many people get called like they're like oh, fuck this this is some internet bullshit and they don't go looking into it it's amazing you can amass that much artillery and a bulletproof vest and shit and be on twitter talking talking wild reckless to people not kicked off of twitter uh, not kicked off of facebook by the way um and nothing happened <laughs> and like no one looks into you or nothing it's just a mom being nosy happened to be the one because he happened to threaten these threaten these biracial kids who he wasn't even planning on attacking who lived states away because he just wouldn't shut the fuck up that's the only reason he got foiled his plan got foiled he would have got away with it if it wasn't for those damn biracial kids and they mama mm-hmm and scooby-doo um when police searched his home they found an internet search history on how to conduct a school shooting 
Ooh, just just leave all open this shit case can we just find every result to that and shut those pages down come on feel like that shouldn't i know freedom of speech and everything i feel like that shouldn't be a thing on the internet you can easily find okay so you want to make you sure need it's to go this to, time what is that dark web i don't know nothing about it doesn't sound black like you said web. google google ain't the dark web google no no google. no that's where it should be in the black oh. in the black hole web wherever that place is um shelby and anderson county schools according to press releases police said also revealed that he had been questioned by the fbi regarding social media threats towards a tennessee school question that's it he was charged with two counts of second degree terroristic threatening and one count of harassing communications and is being held in shelby county so he had been questioned before he had been caught threatening the school before and this motherfucker was still on the streets and he they knew he was armed wow mm-hmm. yeah oh my god because we don't we don't care guns guns over everything that that's that's wild well she probably saved some kids lives but i'm glad she sad did. that it had to be that way in the first place um uh speaking of which a brooklyn cafe shuts down after customers learn owner is a proud proud boys hate group member shout out to brooklyn that's that we've heard, yeah we talked about that group before right yeah, yeah they're a hate group all right um keith and the girl had a good episode about it uh dante Nero used to be like a member or seen as a leader of one and he said the whole time he had no idea they was a hate group so um a brooklyn cafe reported reportedly owned by a member of a hate group proud boys has now been shut down at the internet sleuths discovered the coffee shop was run by a racist oh internet sleuths you say come on we two for two cafe shop you say right <laughs> let's that's an alias let's check all all this internet research history mm-hmm. espresso what kind of espresso he use check his tax records on the business to see what the deed is under whose name he would have had to show an id come the, on the owner guy sands of sands cafe is a proud boy he used to have an active alt-right twitter but nuked it before opening this shitty restaurant blogger colin hagendorf retweeted <laughs> that tweet went viral on twitter science saying said he shut down his coffee shop because of organized threats oh you mean like the threats that you give people is like those threats the people that was probably outside of your shop going you're fucking racist proud boys the people that beat people up and shit Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size. Catches seeds just like flies. Look out. Here comes the Spider-Man. Um, he said, I do not associate or identify with these groups in any way. He wrote in an email. Sands welcomes everybody. He's a Republican who resides in the Greenpoint. Well, right there. Anyway, he's in the Greenpoint area of Brooklyn. Has denied that he is a white supremacist. And Republican, white supremacists. Yeah, the same to me. I mean, uh, I mean, that's already pretty close. That's pretty close. I mean, they cousins. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would want to be a proud either one of those type of boys, the the white supremacists, or a proud uh, conservative Republican especially in brooklyn although i do hear brooklyn is more gentrified now so maybe that's what they're saying brooklyn's very gentrified maybe brooklyn now is like totally different you can be like how hitler and shit but i don't know 
in my mind i just couldn't picture it Mm-mm. uh the last month videos and pictures of a group of men who called themselves the proud boys went viral showing them beating up protesters outside a republican event in new york city leaders of a manhattan political club known as the metropolitan republican club in- invited their members to an event where they could meet proud boys founder gavin mcginnis a man who they refer to in their facebook group as the godfather of the hipster movement who has taken on and exposed a deep state socialist and stood up for western values uh shay horse a 25 year old photojournalist from brooklyn who was at the scene told buzzfeed news that the incident started after police escorted the proud boys out of the building after the event had concluded mcginnis had been escorted out earlier carrying the samurai sword and was present during the melee samurai sword what the hell is happening and you know what let me tell you something that's so sad i can't t- now i can't tell them between fucking real life and supergirl all that shit sound the same man a samurai sword sore ratchetness and white supremacy all All they mixed up in one there was a big group of like 30 of them that came out grunting tight trying to hype each other up horse told the news outlet horse said he saw two or three bodies on the ground and the proud boys all beating them in the group i heard them screaming and swearing some guy on the ground they were berating the shit out of him and kicking him in the head one guy had his foot on the guy's neck yeah all right glad they shut his bar down that's good um say what they won't be having no more meetings there yeah nah hopefully not uh you kind of wish they could beat them the other way around you know Come on. uh the fire the the uh campfire i don't know why they keep calling it the campfire i know did it start at a camp and that's what happened but it's called the campfire but it's the deadliest fire in california history i almost wish they had a different name why is it called campfire that's a big ass campfire i don't understand that's what i'm saying i don't know why i don't know if it started at a campfire and they're just continuing oh, to call it that okay but it it just seems like this is like is that the location like why are they calling it that because mm-hmm, this shit is deadly as fuck a whole town is, is gone you know that's like calling a hurricane if they call it you know hurricane a little windy was the name of the hurricane <laughs> we'd be like what that doesn't make no sense like i don't understand why it's called this anyway 42 people are now dead and hundreds are missing thousands are now homeless it's the largest yes the deadliest and most destructive fire in california history officials warn more fatalities are likely as 13 search crews come through ash and cinder looking for human remains the fire is now estimated to be 125,000 acres with 35 percent containment a growth of 8,000 acres overnight cal fire oh said in a statewide fire update at 8 15 a.m today tuesday has destroyed 700 structures the number of fatal the name of fatalities far outstrips the 1933 griffith park fire that killed 29 people in los angeles so you got to go back to 1933 to find something even similar butte county sheriff Corey honea uh said monday 13 more victims were found in the paradise area and three in concow uh honea said eight of the victims were found inside their homes so people tried to like wait it out wait it out i guess i don't know and i don't think people may have not realized because they probably was telling people to evacuate yeah they have been and people might not almost like like say on this coast with the hurricanes and shit like that people go i'll wait it out and that shit was like nope i'm gonna take you too you in my bath 
yeah a lot of these people these are some of these people are like rich in rich people's homes and shit like they've been doing a lot of this celebrity lost their fourth home and it's like eh, i don't know if i know you guys think you're putting a human face on it but that ain't exactly it mm-hmm. to be like caitlin jenner lost her third mansion like right and everybody that lost their home ain't rich so there's right. some regular ass people that lost their goddamn houses too and we know how insurance company go everybody act like that shit is great but they will find a way not to pay if it's possible right someone said his name for the location so is the location like camp california or something like is that the name of a like the town, town or, or the, something or yeah with a cow or the county or something must be yeah i just I, it's just a weird name i'm not trying to knock it but the fire is terra camp creek road oh and so they call it the campfire yeah i guess they was trying to be catchy with it but that should make it sound not scary and this bitch is scary come on you ain't doing no s'mores like this is some usher on tour level burning that's going on <laughs> everybody burning so like be careful out here man um so uh yeah man i that's that's I, my heart goes out to those people it's crazy we was Dang. just out there in irvine and they were just talking about it had been a fire that just got like burned out like just a little bit ago and then boom another one starts because it's so dry out there and they haven't had like a real good rain in a hot minute mm. uh let's see what else we got here uh in the news uh, here oh wait why isn't this uh refreshing give me one second i gotta fix something on my computer all right cool that fixed it um let's see what else we got here uh how about this uh after pod hate listening someone sent me this on facebook because i was having an issue with we've over the years of doing this show we've been doing the show almost nine years now Mm -hmm. so we have some times where people are like if i can't be your biggest fan i'm being number one enemy yeah we've had several people like that. we've yes. had people that you know wrote in and you know that first they seem cool and then they just get obsessed with the show get obsessed with us and we can feel the kind of intensity coming off of them and we just go this person's crazy mm-hmm. we got to make some adjustments to the show maybe you know like things like that right we've had it over the years um mm-hmm. you know there's been people that have you know harassed us on social media mm-hmm. all all that shit talk shit about us threat literally threatened me before um you know and i'm sure other podcasters have had this happen too so somebody wrote for medium um it was glued to the screen after pod hate listening and oh my god like sometimes you just need to read something you're like i'm not crazy this is what happened right um and to me it's always kind of weird because to in my mind will always just be a podcast like why would someone do that but i'm also not insane so correct i've never had this issue i listen to so many podcasts i love certain podcasts the ones i don't like i really just stopped listening to is that easy for me same but we've had some variation of a lot of this stuff and i thought i would read it on the air um it's called after pod hate listening people listen to podcasts for many reasons mostly entertainment and education oddly a small segment of listeners are compelled to follow because they do not like uh show a personality curious behavior to be sure but people can be strange a few of this a few in this category just seem to pick a target and harp on them while a topic is active posting in fan forums or social media they follow topics some are clearly former fans of a show or celebrity who have flipped and now listen strictly to criticize passionately they follow programs or people 
so they clarified not hate podcasting though the topic may easily be confused this is not a discussion about any specific podcast just as there are many podcasts of fans of television shows movies books and celebrities where the main subject is praise and adulation of some social magnet uh there are more than a few podcasts where the focus is criticizing the same awfully often harshly as a matter of course yeah i've i've heard that before mm-hmm. you know i've listened to shows where i'm like they clearly hate this thing they won't stop talking about it uh like how come it's like i hate the kardashians like yeah but every week you got a new kardashian story you could easily stop talking about them uh you could look at the critique podcast as a genre there's something in the human character that seems to love helping others of low stature achieve success and then when they do attain great heights relishes tearing them down just as much podcasts are simply a mirror of society in that this regard an even darker category would be hate speech and podcasts produced by organizations and people of disrepute um a large and complex conversation another day all that about all that all that's about the podcast itself though the content created uh created by the podcaster like listening that's listening that's done when you like some shit mm-hmm. that, that one's a pretty easy one i about to say i'll fall in that group and if i don't like you i'm like okay i got other things to do with my time my time is very valuable love listening people who become regular listeners are the mainstream of any audience they have made listening to podcasts a habit in the podcasting world this is the first evidence by subscribing uh setting an app to seek out new episodes as they become available this devoted core who actively support their show or celebrity are the heartbeat of the fan community this particular topic must be explored separately as it is too has many segments with varying behaviors some love is more passive nature for example fanatic listening no matter the size and enthusiasm of the audience a viable social magnet always seems to have a small portion perhaps five percent who are genuinely fanatic in their support in the best sense of the word right the good good way yeah because i'm like that about things some things yes such fanatic listeners uh become self-appointed partners in the success of the show or the host they engage on the website attend personal appearances promote the show on other platforms tell friends share on social media and much more they do not simply follow they are active supporters oh yeah i've seen this we see this when we see Mm -hmm. our social media people tagging us to stuff people like i wore my shirt to this event i'm djing this party tonight Mm -hmm. i got i got your shirt on like that shit always warms my heart because it's like Uh, we made we made something that made people care about something that fucking much and made them happy like they didn't have to you know what i mean like they didn't have to (laughs) so like that that's always beautiful these fans have considerable influence on the success of any podcast soon i'll explore the faction of the audience in much greater detail and da 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 okay he, he keeps talking about what he will do hate listening this is this is the last part it's a free country if we don't care for the content of a podcast nobody's forcing us to listen just like radio and television we can turn it off just decide not to engage folk with our feet or ears if the content is made available on the internet however and the rss is at the very core of podcasting nobody can prevent you from consuming it either podcast listening is a voluntary activity and most people only voluntarily do things they like yet there are some who do listen to a podcast but do not like it or love it they hate it not new to society snarking has become popular again in our current culture i can appreciate such humor from time to time if you adopt a bit of condescending attitude it might even make you appear more intelligent unless you proceed to provide prove otherwise a small but vocal slice of the total audience follows their show or personality slash host in order to mock it putting the fan fanatic in fan the hate fan often listens with the same regularity as the most ardent fanatic listener mm-hmm after all detailed and incisive criticism cannot be delivered without knowing the content so they listen because they like how daddy does it 
in the eyes of many people love and hate are the two ends of a linear spectrum others see it as not very distant from one another um pt barnum supposedly said that there's no such thing as bad publicity meaning it was always good that people were talking about you i don't agree but there is an element of truth to it even if i I don't agree with that either (laughs) yeah me neither i'm not into that even a former fan makes detracting remarks on the forum making a detracting remarks on the forum is in some small way making the subject a tiny bit more famous as a podcaster you cannot please everyone nor should you try child i've been gave up on that besides most rational people disengage when they lose interest hate fanatics seem driven to inflict damage perhaps revenge some direct their hostility toward the podcaster almost like a personal vendetta a lover scorned some seem to be more against the show perhaps for some previous perceived wrong like flirting with their favorite host whatever mostly mostly reasons regular people would forget and move on why the energy and aggressiveness uh driven by anger or something worse they thrive on insults and are of negativity surrounds them as they try to dominate website comment section or fan chat room like i literally have seen all this shit we over the years we, <laughs> we have seen it we have seen it multiple times we've seen all types of people do this too it's like you hate us why you want to be in our community why you want all your friends to be our friend like friends why you want all of our friends to be your friend and it's a repeat and you don't even fuck with us it's all you know we've done it so long that we can actually see it coming a lot of times so now we just cut it off at the path but i nope you crazy and the thing i think people get confused with is i'm a nice person i don't really believe in discord for discord's sake all that shit where people are like honesty they're mean but they say it's because they're honest i don't believe in that you don't have honesty doesn't have to be mean it doesn't um i cannot like you and be cordial to you respectful to you as long as you're cordial and respectful back to me that's what how i feel about you really is in your fucking business you know but at the same time i be knowing you know like i think a lot of people look at the outside looking in they're like well you seem cool with everybody it's like because i i don't see any value in not being uh friendly towards people right even if i see that they full of shit like same i just like i might not do business with you i might not want to like do i might not want to make a partnership with you but that doesn't mean like i'm your fucking enemy i think a lot of people really exist in this world of like it's it's fire or it's ice and i'm like nah it's warm it's you know it's in the middle for most people where it's like yeah you you kind of messy but whatever or you know uh the the main thing i do with a lot of stuff is when people put us on a pedestal they'll treat me and you nice but then i watch how they treat other people people, and and that's where i get my that's actually where i start getting my reaction from because i'm like oh you're shitty to everybody that's not me i don't think i'm special one day i'm gonna be on the summer jam screen with you and this is where we're gonna be right and i actually pay attention to how you treat other people Mm. even if i don't interact with you i always pay attention how you treat other people online me and roger talked about this the other day just like people have personalities people have social media personalities like 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 you can actually pick up on their quirks you can pick up okay they're doing this this time of the day they do this they interact with this people with this person and and these are their group of friends you have a personality online whether you believe it or not particularly if you're on social media a lot people can pick up your quirks they can kind of pick up your language pick up your speech and how you post um and you think that you're just doing things and people aren't picking these things picking up what you laying down but they really are yeah the thing for me is like 
i notice patterns mm-hmm. like if i see you praising somebody as the greatest person ever like this person is brilliant they're so smart i fucking love them they're the greatest this show is the best show i've ever watched in my life this podcast is the greatest podcast but then later i see how like cold-blooded you drop somebody or how you turn on somebody like at the flip of a hat or when it's somebody that you think can't do anything for you and you talk down like you get greasy on them i look at that and go one day that'll be me right i don't ever feel like i'm above that shit doesn't matter if you tell me i'm the greatest person of all time if i see that you're the kind of person that shits on other people constantly in conflict all the time i'm like yeah i I have to let that go i'm not accepting your compliment as part of my the thing that makes me who i am as part of the my own confidence because you will take that shit back the second that it's not in line with your goals and for, for you know maybe that's why i'm not as close with people as i could be but it it has helped me it has served me well on the back end because when a motherfucker acts crazy i can be like so glad i never was trying to be cool with your crazy ass like so glad i kept my boundaries up and didn't let you get too close because and the thing about it is that other people realize that that you're crazy too you're like right. you're not fooling people i think we all have the same people block right i think crazy, or muted yeah i think people that have certain types of behavior like and i've seen it a lot on social media just at you know because i've been on twitter since what 2009 2010 like 2009 2008 somewhere around in them and so over the years you'll see people's behavior and how they act and how they respond and you be like oh yeah and i keep my distance try to keep my distance so um there's also uh um outright stalking Mm -hmm. like i and by the way we've had i this is not about one person no we have literally had versions of this throughout the time we've done this show period like i i can think of people off the top of my head where i'm like i saw a person try to repel people from liking our show someone would say they like our show and now that this person was on the outs with our show they were telling them not to like it and how terrible we were and lying about us saying we did something to them like i've seen it like it's crazy to see because i for someone like me i can't think of doing it to someone right what like especially lying i just i have too much integrity to be out here lying on somebody else's shit like that's crazy to me um anyway podcasters by their very own actual record and release podcasts become public personas sadly they should be aware and alert to the potential repercussions yeah if you're a podcaster this could happen to you it's not necessary i mean we did it we had this when we were getting 100 downloads or 10,000. like it didn't matter uh smaller still is a se- is a segment of society who are not in full grasp of their decision making capabilities who cross the line into creepy and or illegal behavior this is not hatelessness it's a serious mental impairment uh human behavior by now you can recognize these behaviors are not the exclusive domain of podcasting these are fan activities fan utilize all media from the beginning i've tried to make clear convergence of media is occurring as we speak it is happening now while they've always been focused fans were distributed across the media types in the past and their power somewhat diluted fans are flowing with the trend toward media convergence becoming more concentrated their growing voice is being heard by content providers or producers some of whom sincerely appreciate the support but remain true to their own production and creative values other content producers hearing the song of the sirens will try to woo audience across all media and lose their compass their show will change most likely for the worse yeah that that's always sucks but that's true mm-hmm. the question really is does the audience know what it wants or do you just know or do they just know it when they want to hear it It, yeah i just man it was just crazy reading this because i was like i this has been happening 
it's almost like every year i can count at least one person where i'm like okay that person went from you guys are the greatest to y'all ain't shit and we have like <laughs> and, and like you said it's not pinpoint any particular person yeah. like, we have seen this happen multiple times it's a lot of things that happen that we don't share with the audience like y'all it's a lot of shit me and Ryder talk to each other like this goddamn like what the fuck's wrong with you but we don't share it with you guys we have people stalk us we have people email us we've have had some crazy ass shit that we don't share um but it don't mean it don't happen yeah it's wild man it's it's really wild and then like every tactic they tell you to deal with it is crazy because we've had people that i mean for the most part we try to ignore to be honest right but honestly there's people you ignore them and they keep escalating until you have to say something or until they get attention or a response um there's some people that go away Mm-hmm. you know that sometimes i just set up a boundary where i'm like i will never see anything this person ever says Mm-mm. that's it but it's it varies person to person you know i had a person who i had to talk to their their mom hit me up their mom hit me up that's how crazy they were being and i was like this person is saying some really reckless fucked up shit they're lying about my business my lit what i do for a living and and she's like i'll talk to him i'll talk to him and i'm like wow like they, like your own mom can't get you to stop this you know and the thing is people always forget like when they're talking shit and i'm not bragging because this is not this is really not a brag it's gonna come off like it but it's not they don't want this smoke they really like they really don't want the repercussions of fucking with us our platform is large enough to where even when we're like please we're not saying to do anything to this person the word's gonna get out we're big enough that where we'd be like this person is harassing us and it's gonna like it's gonna affect your life you know and it's just easier to just leave us alone but i think it's like some mental health type shit like they're just not right you know but it normally when it gets to that point is when motherfuckers leave us alone the creator critter getter dude um douche dog in the morning and shit like it's normally when it gets to that point that people go okay all right i should chill the fuck out you know so yeah because a lot of times uh people that do that stuff they can't deal with the fraction of the harassment that they put out like it's okay for you to put out and harass and talk but if you get an ounce of it you know they panic you know all of a sudden they're the victim all of a sudden you're bullying them and all that when i'm when in my mind it all could have been avoided if you just left me alone like isn't it it's just weird because as much as our life is is public Mm -hmm. as much as what we do is out there you have never seen us do this shit come on you know i mean podcasts and people i listen to people are my friends i disagree with you will never catch me harassing them Mm -mm. trying to seek them out you'll never catch me doing that shit i can vehemently disagree with you and you can still be my friend and i'll hug you when i see you and i'll be like we disagree about voting or we disagree about uh health care or whether you like obama or not or fucking uh what your favorite tv show is i like to my life in my life that that that's supposed to be normal you know but i think like sycophants and like super fans and shit like that they really feel like they can almost time a, a fucking you know put a watch to all your opinions and you, and there's some people who we've had to deal with where the second your opinion don't match up it's over for y'all yeah it's, it's a high wire act and i refuse to live my life going by that you like i'd rather you just don't like me or leave me alone same all right let's move into another segment but yeah it was cool to read that because i was just like 
oh I've, oh oh my god this is so it's not just us Mm-mm. okay cool cool and, and, and it's a lot of people that as their podcast grow grows and as they get more in the limelight eventually uh, some of them be like hey have y'all dealt with this have y'all dealt with that i'm like yeah we we really have yeah you know uh you know that's just the drop of the bucket and you know this is how we may have handled it but you might handle it completely different Every, everybody handles conflicts differently and everybody learns differently how to respond to those things um podcasting are people i mean right. podcasters are people so you deal with it the best way that you know how um but it's easier said than done like you can tell somebody what you think is the best thing to do they may or might not listen to you sometimes it works out sometimes it don't sometimes some people do stuff and they be like oh i fucked up then they have to come back and be like you know what i should have handled this differently we've done you know we've done that before because nobody's right. perfect right um that's just a part of growing and and a part of uh you being open and honest uh with your audience but yeah we've had a lot over the years a lot of different uh people a lot of times there's there's nothing right now that anybody can do that's new under the sun to us like we've had people who've had a lot of followers that will just stick their followers on us like we don't even know that they're talking and all of a sudden you're like what the fuck what what is this and you you go you're like oh you left us alone for three years and decided today was the day you wanted to come back yeah we like it's been bad before where it's yes. like are we gonna need to contact the police about this person come on um like it's not you know i think people just kind of uh you know don't like because we keep a lot of shit behind the scenes or to ourselves um and then the other thing is it's weird because people see so much of our lives via social media and shit i think there's so many assumptions made and there's <laughs> like times where i've been like i would love to write the record right now for y'all so y'all can stop assuming shit but at the same time then i'll be violating somebody's privacy or some shit um or whatever and i'm like well i don't want to fucking you know make the problem worse trying to fix it you know and if people just don't you like i said biggest thing i learned last year was you gotta let people talk about you and don't know what the fuck they talking about you gotta let people um have their own opinions of you that you don't need to be privy to is why we got out of facebook group mm-hmm. uh hey somebody doesn't like something i said on the show really not my fucking business like if you they know, don't like something i'm doing or whatever i like I, honestly that's I, not that's their right 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 it, it, it and it is and it's the thing is you you're everybody's welcome to have their opinion and everybody that listens to the show isn't always going to agree with us we don't always see eye to eye we have different backgrounds different religions different all types of different nationalities and all this type of stuff which is cool but the thing is is if you don't like something i said it's okay and i don't have to always know like it's, it's okay if i don't know like i meant it when i said it when we did the live show it meant a lot to me that everybody in that room got along correct and for that day at least had some act right because it's it's a testament to what we built but it's also a testament to people being real fans and being appreciative of what we're doing and not trying to make it all about them because somebody could have walked in that room and started swinging on folks and that would have been the big thing that happened in our event it would have sucked and we probably would have never done another one or at least i wouldn't want to do another one to be honest with you if some shit like that had happened it was definitely something i considered was like if we bring all these people together and then some shit happens i'm gonna feel like well this is fucked up you know what i mean like that's besides the point of what we tried to make here um and it mattered to me that people was able to put that shit aside for a night and 
it, looking out in that audience and seeing everybody laughing at the same things enjoying us enjoying what we do for a living that shit meant the world to me because it's like oh we were able to bring people together with our views and our humor and our the way we navigate the world so i was you know i was very uh inspired by that but you know once you get back to social media you can't help it you see you see all the fights and the fussing and the disagreements and the draggings and the bullying and all this shit and like i said we are living it so to some people we're just their entertainment but the difference is we can see what they say like Mm -hmm. i don't know i i don't know when i hope not soon but at some point I, i can see where i'm gonna have to be like all right there's no fans on my on my social media there's no friends of people that i don't fucking know because at some point it's like do i want to see you talk about me or my friends or people that i know that i have the full story on and you don't and i have to watch you know what i mean like do i want to see it it's, it's kind of a different thing and because we didn't come into this as people that were famous so right. we could be like oh i'm famous we came into this like a very i guess somewhat naive where it was like oh yeah we could be friends online too this is cool you like our show and now it's kind of like you get to that point where i I look around i'm like "Uh, i don't know if this is healthy right to see these conflicts right and also the thing is people can say what they want today but people that are like super 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 famous most of them do not interact on social media right they just And, and, and it's a reason why because they have to stay creative and they have to stay in a certain realm and their minds have to be in a certain place in order to do the things that they do somebody else a lot of this shit is filtered and somebody else just gives them the good things and shit right. like that um and i understand that i don't know if we would ever get to that point but if we do i'm okay with that right. you know because i because like i said i i am the type of person where i don't want to lose my focus because people have shit to say that's negative but that's the thing before the internet people was talking shit right. the internet people still gonna talk shit after the internet people still gonna talk shit so it's one of those things where uh particularly as our show grows and, and i think you said it how are you gonna be the baddest bitch but you're sensitive how are you right. gonna be the baddest bitch but you don't want nobody talking about you you know right. everybody talks about beyonce i guarantee you beyonce's thing is flooded with love but it's also flooded with nigger and it's yeah. also flooded with your fake feminist and it's also you know flooded with people hating on her constantly yeah so that's like i said i I don't blame people and i I try not to make it like why don't you guys act right i think that's ridiculous right the level of control people like to exert over folks because they like them is is stupid like people are human you know they they should like i said with our facebook group you should be allowed to disagree you should be allowed to not like us right you it should. shouldn't be you're you don't like us and then i pop up five minutes later like well bitch this is what i meant to say you know like it, that's ridiculous nope you you, you know? have the right to form your opinion right. I, I think who said that wasn't it uh nikki when nikki said that uh what uh cardi said that yeah cardi about? said that about nikki about being the baddest bitch being sister yeah. oh yeah i said yeah you said that earlier yeah. okay i didn't know I, I wanted to be sure i gave i think it the was right cardi but I, i'm not i still wasn't 100 sure on who said it. i might have just read someone saying it okay. anyway my point being um yes yeah, the whole hate fan thing is a thing and it's it's happened every year that we've done the show it, it's it's like disappointing when you see like the people who it turns out to be because almost i would say at least half the time there are people that were like i was i'm a super fan of the show i love y'all and we can tell from the way they pull up on us like 
this ain't gonna end well like i don't think they realize like we'll we'll let it run its course but almost immediately i go Oh, yeah we've had to change shit on our show like i remember we used to take live calls during feedback but it was like nah this person is obsessive they're calling too much we're calling like we had to limit too, we had to limit the time we had because, to limit the time limit for calls for voicemails because people started abusing that like and anytime like, you tell somebody no or you change something you have to worry because sometimes there's repercussions and motherfuckers are like well guess what bitch i'm crazy and now you got to deal with them being mad at you or talking bad about you on their show if they have a show talking right. bad about you on their social media if they have social media mm-hmm. and and like i said i've adjusted to it over the years of just kind of being like all right i'm not gonna give them the time of day yep. but i'm so glad i read this because this puts words to what i felt for a long time right we get a lot of emails that we never read you know and shit like that like like i said we keep a lot of stuff to the best because when you listen to the show we want this to be a place that you run to a place that you can come and laugh and joke and enjoy the time that's what's dope is that um our fans and stuff always hold us down because i always say the people that don't like you never stop never they never stop you know what i mean so shout out to um shout out to that medium piece all right let's move on um to uh fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe and we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 and intervals of 25 today's contestants are everybody all right let's get into it um let's see um donald trump said black people were too stupid to vote for him according to his former loyal michael 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 cohen Oh, this ain't before the white people knew this was happening. Deal. I mean, you wanted to be in that Child Man instead yeah. of this. Yeah, All right, well, skip this one. I didn't yeah, put it in that Child Man. Hold on. Nope, nope. We'll start over. We'll do a different one. Thank you. All right, uh, Shaded O'Connor is terrible, terribly sorry, but she never wants to spend time with white people again. Uh, weeks after announcing her conversion of to Islam. And revealing she changed her name to Suhada David. The Irish singer posted a string of tweets lashing out at non-Muslims and defending women. I'm terribly sorry. What I'm about to say is something so racist I never thought my soul could ever feel it. But truly, I'll never want to spend time with white people again if that's what non-Muslims are called. Not from from one moment for any reason. They are disgusting. How you doing, Sinead? You already got that bald head, so you just come on, have a seat. Can you bring uh, some cups and some plates? You're going to have a lot of mad people. All them chicks are going to be fried. Don't worry, we're not going to sit you over there by... Uh, by Bernie? By Bernie, because I know you don't, you, don't like, you don't like them, okay? She welcome to the electric slide. Come on. It's good to see you. Uh, we're gonna forgive you for blaming Arsenio yeah. Hall for killing Prince. 50 white people out there, they're just mad. Cause and they they're gonna be jamming! Tired of being alone. From half a 
Well, help now, y'all. Two hops now. Slide to the left. I know. You know they're going to do them songs with instructions. Uh, it's... <laughs> uh o'connor 51 complained in later post about president trump she wondered if twitter would ban her statements when it allowed trump to spew satanic filth even on my country interesting to see if twitter bans this when it allows people like trump and milbank to spew the satanic filth upon my country hashtag kkk in new to nars spigot mosque the day i made my shahad how weird is that i don't know what that hashtag means kkk in newton what what does this mean i I don't know i I don't know i am completely lost o'connor offered the uh advice to american voters heading to the polls everyone says the poor americans are the victim of trump but you hired him so fire him otherwise you're complicit it is the same with so all the so-called islamic terrorism which is exactly what the devil wants and loves hashtag watch the women sing the fucker to sleep wow well i will put her way 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 to the back of the tent at the cookout guys i I know none of y'all going to sit near her so but she's welcome she does hate white people zero to a hundred can you get a hundred a hundred all right i will give her zero because uh she hates white people and why would i have a problem with that karen i'm trying to understand i, I still don't know how you gave her 100 to be honest <laughs> oh really a white professor calls the cops on a university student for putting her feet on a chair during class well i mean obviously you gotta call the police i mean there's no other way to handle that i mean it's yeah this professor stopped class entirely and stepped out stepped out to call the police just because one student had her feet up on the seat in front of her mind you she wasn't talking or interrupting the lecture the person who posted the video wrote the class before this professor went on a whole tirade about how uncivil we all were because a few students were on their phone and not paying attention cutting lecture time for the rest of us because her ego was bruised i like the attitude of that person who wrote that because that's a person who pays for their college tuition and knows come on i pay full price right <laughs> it's like hey motherfucker um you work for me uh so i get that they feed us on the table that sucks for you uh we need what about this lesson though right because i don't want to fucking fail this goddamn test uh this is me anita moss 2053 bio classroom upon ending class i was told i needed to leave i'll be escorted out by officers i never disobeyed the student code of conduct not once a police report is being filed at the moment this is just the beginning thanks for your support so the person basically identified herself um wow university president taylor amy amy uh says the university is investigating which means nothing's gonna be done uh and the person of course that they called the cops on was black of course all right karen zero to a hundred oh hundred yeah i gotta give a hundred uh every time a white person calls the cops on us i really don't give a fuck man when it's something like this where that's not a danger it's some ego shit and there's plenty of other ways to um there's plenty of other ways to handle that conflict within the auspices of the academic system and the first place you go is calling the police on somebody yeah i think you racist because i think it's so publicized with how the police treat black people in this country 
in your mind you had this going like the girl in south carolina who was body slammed out of her chair for um uh was it sleeping or some shit whatever it was at her desk where the cop came in and slammed her to the ground in the desk i remember that video and i know you do too the girl who got slammed at the pool in texas at the pool party like y'all know what y'all doing you call the police and you know the violence you want them to enact upon us so i don't believe for a second that this is just i didn't know what else to do mm-mm, mm-mm. and not trying to funny you are a professor you work for a university fucking teach i wouldn't care if everybody was on their goddamn phone here's the lesson you get it you don't i will fucking fail you and keep it pushing my airbnb guest pooped all over my bedroom and the cops took his side anyway despite critiques they've gotten from the black community over the past few years i've always been a ride or die airbnb fan and use their service on a monthly basis well right there i mean hate the victim blame but boo i mean did you not read the facebook posts before this i don't be at los angeles paris amsterdam or dubai whenever i hop on a plane to go somewhere there's usually a local airbnb waiting to check me in uh check into and that when i need extra money over the holiday renting out my own space has always been the perfect solution this year i had two spare bed two spare rooms in my home that's the part i don't understand are you renting out rooms while you're there most, i don't understand people, airbnb at most all most people do when they're not there yeah i don't understand airbnb at all i don't know the rules because this is like the second or third time somebody tried to stay there and rent their room i guess hey man the rent is too damn high i guess times are hard I, what do i know i'm just fortunate to not be in this situation because i can't see me having some motherfucker i don't know up in my crib um one was a researcher from italy who needed a space to stay for two months while he worked on the national archives here in dc and the other was a quiet frail blind guy who looked like bill not a science guy's son and needed a room for three months during the transition as a woman living with two strangers let alone two men it wasn't something i normally do but i plan to barely be home over the next few months plus both guys seem super mellow in their correspondences how can you tell how can you tell i sat at a table with people and didn't know they was fucking insane how can you tell from an email and on the days that they moved in i had friends come over to sniff them out under the guise of a girl's night on the couch my friends had already been accustomed to this routine as soon as i book a guest to stay in my home they would get a text that essentially amounted to hey girl i need you to come over tomorrow night and meet my new roommate i order us pizza and for the most part that had always worked guests were trick tickled to get such a warm reception and free pizza on their first night and i had backup in case anything funky happened i, I feel you and for years this routine went on without a hitch until last friday when the shit quite literally hit the fan oh you want the shit uh friday morning i caught a red out of los angeles washington dc quietly tiptoed back into my home around 6 a.m my plan was to take a quick look around make sure everything was okay then take a two-hour nap before getting up for work the first five minutes were peaceful the downstairs living room looked clear the kitchen sink was empty of dishes all right blah 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 um this is a large part due to the house rules i set up as a prerequisite for people staying with me i was actually patting myself on the back for running such a well-oiled machine when i got to the top of the stairs i realized my bedroom door had been busted open anyone who lived with me knows i never leave my bedroom door open so immediately i was confused when i walked in over the threshold i noticed the chair in front of my vanity table was covered with black clumps of dirt as if someone had borrowed it to change a lightning bulb light bulb but neglected to wipe out their shoes first i made a note to send a sternly worded text in the morning <laughs> oh that was gonna fix it to both tenants about never going to my bedroom to borrow my chair 
then noticed the dirt on both the vanity and the chair looked odd instead of being soft and grainy like dirt it was wet and mushy oh no no way do do karen it was do do the ghetto the ghetto the ghetto honey i was thinking that song when the dishwasher went down i find some shit I'm, i might lose it it was at that very second i realized that i was looking at was was human feces that's when i nearly lost it from what i remember i knocked on the door to tell you researcher without any pleasantries did you go in my room when he came to the door he looked just as confused as i had been earlier no but i noticed your doors open yesterday to which i responded how did how did this pile of shit end up on my chair uh waving a chair in his face he looked at me like i was a mad woman as he ducked away from the caked up cushion and it's one lonely kidney bean the hardest of his face let me know exactly he probably wasn't the culprit without saying a word i stormed out downstairs to my basement bedroom with the confused italian whose name i'm withholding because he's been through enough has he trailing behind me wearing nothing more than an oversized t-shirt when i banged on the basement door and opened it to scream at nick my other guest whose name i have no qualms sharing his fragile figure emerged out the darkness nick i said in a strange voice did you have did you have any idea that piles of shit all over my bedroom without skipping a beat he nonchalantly said oh no i've done this before i got drunk and blacked out his admission hit me over the head like a ton of bricks because as a black person i know for a fact that i don't have the luxury of going to a white person's house and taking a dump all over their stuff without threat of being called an n-word or even worse getting shot or killed that's just one of the many things on the list that black people know better to even think about doing very specifically because we're black nick clearly has never had to live within such boundaries and okay i get it we're black it's tough um this is that 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 part is this is on the grill but clearly she's explaining this shit to white people because we know this um yeah i guess for italy was still standing in the living room staring at me bug eyed as he tried to make sense why this guy was wiping up piles of poo upstairs with while his airbnb host sat on the couch looking homicidal you can go to bed none of this is your fault i told him then added sorry for waving the poo in your face earlier he said america is a strange place and he mumbled to more to himself than me when i well is this really american okay when i regained my composure i got up and found nick in my room wiping up turds on the floor with one of my t-shirts i would have murdered that nigga what and yet a a t-shirt not a towel bruh i had the woosah urge to lay hands on him when he was done he got up and gave me a blank stare that eerily reminded me of a church shooter dylan roof then averted his eyes and slunk off without so much as an apology that's when i went from being angry to being scared the big black woman i covered charleston church massacre and parkland school shootings all right uh so i have a reference to a lot of young men who often refer to themselves as incels who commit these crimes after being labeled a frail seemingly mild-mannered loner who appears harmless but they emerge from dark with rifles and shoot and start shooting everyone nick fit the profile and had even mentioned pat in passing that a 30 that as a 31 year old he never had a girlfriend oh god oh god how'd you oh what oh this is a horror story this is this would be on netflix or some shit or a lifetime movie 
<laughs> as i watched him retreat down the stairs back towards the basement my adrenaline kicked in and i quick quickly texted a friend that i was coming over while gathering the luggage i just walked into the house within 30 minutes so she then god this is long uh as soon as i heard nick go to the bathroom i ran out of my house hopped into a lift i had waiting outside didn't realize just how scared i was till we just safely drove away i noticed how hard my hands were shaking i called the airbnb customer service line told the operator that my guests had busted down my bedroom door taking a dump of my vanity chair left piles of feces all over my floor wiped the stained hands all over my sheets and pillows and then pulled out his penis and peed in my house slippers uh she didn't even mention this earlier i confessed i wasn't just upset with what he'd done i also worried about his mental state the rep seemed sympathetic at first but when i told her i planned to call the police and have him removed from my home she asked me to hold off and let aaron b b and b call him instead what y'all gonna do sir sir we're gonna need you to stop okay all right my bad five stars we may be able to peacefully resolve this matter and get him to leave on his own I took that advice for about 20 minutes till I got to my friend's house and both she and my coworkers advised me Airbnb was trying to cover themselves and I needed to get the authorities involved immediately. Right, because then it's on record. They were all proven correct because three hours, uh, for three hours customer service gave me the run around until finally I had enough. Started writing about that morning's event on my social media accounts and it very quickly made the rounds. Once my post got traction, I got an inbox message from the company's Twitter account asking for details so they could help expedite my complaint. After four hours, it seems that Airbnb was finally working on my case in earnest, so my friend and I drove back to my house, called the police to meet us there. Coincidentally, we drove past a cop car just one block away from my home. Figured he'd probably be dispatched to us, showing up in a few minutes, but boy, were we wrong. It took the cops 45 minutes to take, to drive one block over from where he'd been parked i wonder if we'd interrupted his nap my friend quipped as he stepped out of his car looking like he just finished thanksgiving dinner from the onset we knew he wasn't taking us seriously we went in the house he was gone for five minutes and came back actually smirking apparently the same nick who had been glassy eyed with me that morning had somehow morphed into the puss in boots for the police played the victim and gotten the cop to feel bad for him all in five minutes he really he's really sorry ma'am the dc officer explained he's so humiliated i think the kid has a drinking problem doesn't even remember shitting all over your room all we have is your word for it plus this isn't even illegal (laughs) uh defense that last part made me chime in and point out that defensive property is most definitely illegal and that nick had already confessed so we were passed if he did it the cop looked dejected by the news of the confession and tried another tactic he's harmless he opined while i was in there i asked him if he would would have done to you if you'd been in the room when he busted in and his response was i honestly don't know and that's when i told him you're so small you're small she probably would have whipped your tail so he tried to do the big black angry woman would have whipped him with the little white man the officer chucked that chuckled at his own anecdotes as i stood there red face with my hands balled in the fist let me get this straight a 31 year old man just admits that he just he doesn't know what he would have done to me had i peaceful been peacefully sleeping in my own bed when he broke into my bed bedroom and rather than be alarmed by that confession your response was assuring him that i the big black woman probably would have been the bigger threat on what planet is that not a problematic statement uh in the end the cop felt so bad for nick he didn't even escort him off my property he just left us all standing there on my porch it's one thing to constantly read even write about disparities da 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 and then it happened to me in person the officer took one look at me then at the man that destroyed my home chose his side uh oh you're a good one because soon as he left out of call y'all need to send another officer out here because this nigga still at my fucking house uh 
i want him goddamn gone had i been a wispy reese witherspoon lookalike and my guest been a brother from the block something tells me the response would have been drastically different with the officer insisting my salient leave immediately or risk being arrested for trespassing Mm-mm-mm. as for airbnb after i had my own teary eye chat with the senior members of their solutions team they agreed to pay me for the entirety of his three-month commitment sent both me and my italian guests to a hotel for the night and are paying for the cleaning crew that showed up and replacement for all my shit stained property as for nick we apparently he was able to book a new airbnb room within hours of the incident and is now standing with an unsuspecting soul who has no idea that he uses the bathroom in random places when he's drunk how why isn't he banned if she or he happens to be reading this in the words of Whoopi Goldberg, you in danger, girl. Mm, like I said, I, mm, she a good one because I'd have been on that fucking every day. Why ain't he banned? Why ain't he banned every day? Why ain't he banned? How come he's still out here? When he got to fucking rape or kill somebody before you actually try to do something and then you're going to clean it up after the fact, after you've been told? Zero to 100, Karen. What my voice say 100 all right a hundred uh and last one for this section um i'm not even gonna read all this i just wanted to just tug my own coattails tell y'all how right i'll be memo to black men stop voting republican by renee graham this is in the boston globe yeah so remember i don't know if you guys remember this but remember when on this show i told y'all that all that vote shaming shit was gonna go out the door after everybody voted and saw that black men didn't match black women and we damn sure was gonna be shaming some niggas on the back end all this don't you ever shame people shit was gonna stop shaming doesn't work was gonna stop well guess what shame on the nigga that tried to run game on the nigga it's back dog brothers we need to talk in the midterm elections about 17 percent of black men voted to give texas republican ted cruz another term in the senate about 11 percent supported georgia gubernatorial candidate brian kemp even though he did his best as a republican secretary of state to disenfranchise more than a million voters the majority of them african-american so here's my request black men vote like black women when they might get their feelings hurt the shame you gonna shame them but they they might be sad did they, they, they then what we gonna do you shouldn't tell them how to vote they free thinkers and if the democratic party ain't done enough then they should just vote republican or do or not vote or f- fucking right in there and just go in there and shit all over the walls like who cares they black they can do whatever remember we not shaming nobody yes black <laughs> yes black men vote consistently for democratic candidates but there's no more unshakable block than black women more than 90 percent voted for hillary clinton in 2016 against the failed alabama state candidate and accused sexual predator roy moore last uh last year i mean and against him okay in tuesday's midterms 94 percent of black women voters supported beto o'rourke cruz's opponent in georgia 97 percent supported stacey abrams her opponent kemp only resigned as secretary of state thursday after turning his contest against abram into a hot mess of voter suppression she's refused to concede only in florida's gubernatorial race did black men surpass black women and voted for democratic candidate andrew gillum yeah i still don't know what the exit polls on that was but out shout out to my black men's we got one finally one out of a thousand yeah we on a hot streak 
one for one and it can it be because he's a black man if he'd have been anybody else in your face sisters another thing i don't know that because you know why i can why barack obama black men still were behind black women when it came to supporting black barack obama ain't that some shit Hmm. they still would rather some of them the people that are attracted to republicans are love white supremacy and patriarchy black men love patriarchy for the most part something that was never promised to them it was never meant for their black asses to have right right so not saying most of them obviously but a lot of us love patriarchy whether it's uh even when we do vote democrat we love patriarchy that's why you had a lot of people that black men that didn't want to vote for hillary clinton they will never come out and admit it because they don't think no one thinks they have a problem with women right but uh everybody kind of does right everybody has some level of problem with them women everybody does but nobody thinks they do so you got dudes that are like yeah man um i just don't like hillary she just da, 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 da. if hillary clinton had a penis they find a way to be like well you just got to do what you got to do right anyway all that shit to say and when we came out for andrew gillum over black women i actually literally went to look up and be like is his wife white or some shit and she's right. not she's black i don't know it's, it's i went to google though to see if he was a coon it's it's something to that and <laughs> i don't know if it's just the republicans in this area was like oh a black man mm-hmm. nationally no but in this area somebody said it's a black man and i vote for him don't think his penis didn't didn't actually have something to do with the outcome <laughs> all i'm saying is this this is a common tactic after the election and i don't see the pushback right i'm not saying this author is a hypocrite i don't know this author renee graham may not say anything about shaming or whatever i know every single piece that had anything to do with oprah got a pushback as soon as you posted on social media this is shaming i don't like this you know that 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 kind of shit i have no issue with this piece Mm -mm. because i'm consistent i also have no issues with the pieces that are like hey your excuses for not voting are bullshit i just clicked on her name Mm. oh okay so you renee this might be my new jam um the article before this your excuses are for not voting are lame i used to make them too come on everybody grows some nominee uh (laughs) so yeah she uh speaking truth to power and i fucking agree um but like i said it's that consistency man because i don't see that pushback ain't nobody nobody cares when black republicans get shamed for voting i've never heard that as an excuse of well shame doesn't work we want them to be ashamed they should be ashamed we want that to happen and no one gives a fuck kanye west nobody gave a fuck none of that um so yeah she goes on to just one more thing i wanted to point out in this um much has been made and rightfully so about white women supporting terrible white republican men at the ballot box two years ago 53 percent of white women shunned hillary clinton for donald trump unswayed by the infamous access hollywood audio tape or his other boorish and racist behavior for the recent midterms the numbers were again telling yes republicans lost support among suburban white women which uh, allowed democrats to regain control of the house of representatives yet in key races in georgia texas and florida white women still overwhelmingly voted red um da-da-da-da. here it is um so how can so many black men still align with a party that now more than ever is unified by white identity politics 
during this campaign o'rourke spoke passionately in a black church about a young unarmed black man killed in his own apartment by a police officer in texas cruz turned the o'rourke speech into an attack ad one day before the election kemp tried to tie abrams to the black panther party by tweeting a photo plucked from breitbart news of armed members holding an abrams sign kemp claimed this is proof that his opponent was too extreme for georgia so are you bringing up black trauma and weaponizing it against these black people why our votes can't be treated like the white man vote why can't you just tell us make america great again i don't understand i don't understand maga <laughs> the fuck out of my face i agree with this woman completely this person completely she on point every fucking thing you're saying and i'm tired of people pretending like they don't understand it's a very simple equation vote in your own best interest vote in the best interest of the causes you believe in stop being attracted by apathy stop being attracted by uh voting for republicans stop being attracted by these fucking like jill stein ass only show up to help the republicans (laughs) like wwe ref ass motherfucker like it's very simple i love like i i absolutely support this and i have not seen not one person all that shit people had to talk all week last week i haven't seen one person express any level of discomfort with that article i haven't seen anyone talk about how we need to not shame these people how we need to stop bringing up black trauma because when it's black men in this situation that are voting republican we all understand the bigger picture which is i don't care if you feel ashamed nigga your ass need to stop doing what you're doing period all right Mm, let's see how much time we got left oh man all right uh let me see uh i guess we gotta start wrapping up man we only got five minutes left uh let's go to some sore ratchetness and figure this show out (laughs) my bad lost track of time guys i was gonna play some guest race but i'm gonna move into this instead uh boom Police took down a man welding a sword and making threats outside a parade of shops in Essex with rubber bullets. Oh, the 50-year-old was hit with a baton round with a baton round as members of the public took cover in nearby shops. CCTV footage showed armed police pulling up and aiming non-lethal baton guns at the man as he stood with both arms outstretched and the sword in his right hand. Witnesses described the man dropping to the floor being detained on Saturday. Rupan Shan, who saw the incident unfold from a nearby branch of cost cutter, said the man ignored orders to drop his weapon before being shot. We saw a guy outside with a big sword and we called the police straight away. We were told to lock up the shop by police so our customers, so, so for our customers safety, we locked them inside too. There were children here. There was about, there was a 10 year old boy in the shop at the time, but he seemed quite calm. We were all so shocked to see what we saw. A spokesperson for the Essex police said officers were called to Pitsia on Saturday afternoon to concerns for the welfare of a man in the rectory road area of Pitsia who has reportedly, which, who was reported to have a sword and was making threats. Officers attended and detained a 50 year old man from Balsildon, 
who uh has been arrested on suspicion of possessing of an officer weapon he added the man remains in custody all right that's it we're back tomorrow with your walking dead recap thank y'all for listening um and uh we appreciate y'all um until tomorrow black lightning is back i love you i love you too